This is Comic Picks by the Glick. I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason, what do you got on tap for us today? Well, tonight is um, not just a return to that, you know, regularly, um, like, you know, the scheduled well of content that is Batman, but a specific brand of Batman that um, we've been talking about on this podcast for several years now. I'm talking about Batman White Knight. It's like, this is a, this is a series by creator Sean Murphy, like one of the best artists in the business. It's like, that basically started off by asking, you know, what would happen if like the Joker actually got the uh, medical treatment he needed in order to like you know not be crazy anymore? That's that's how the original um, series on um, Batman White Knight started, and basically it, it had you know, Joker you know like solely regaining his men- mental acumen, become like a regular person, not just any regular person. Um, Jack Napier, it's like a um, well well meaning um, by proponent of the city who's determined. To return it, control of it back to the people, away from vigilantes like Batman and and like the elites who seek to control Gotham from behind the scenes. Um, while White Knight, you know, have excellent art as you'd expect from 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 Murphy, it uh, kind of suffered because even though even though it had like this great idea, you know, like what happens when the Joker goes sane? Well, it's like it didn't actually um, go anywhere like drastically different like with it it's like you know just kind of like basically kind of get involved into like a oh well you know it's like there's there's a threat that needs to be solved and then batman's gotta like that's got a team with the joker in order in order to do it and it kind of like all you know by the end of the uh, volume it kind of like wound up in a very very familiar place the status quo mostly being restored oh and you know batman revealed himself to gordon but you know it it was kind of like it was like more like a good idea than a like a properly entertaining tinning story um at least, as, at least as far as i was i was concerned things did get a lot better with this follow-up um curse of the white knight which for all intents and purposes is a, is a um it's a story all about breaking batman down like to all like like to like, like to his core it's like it's like it, like it takes place again napier is is gone the joker is back back in control and he's also aware of the one secret that can destroy um bat like batman's batman's life and batman is still trying to um put put everything back together after, after the events of white knight and now he's got to deal with this crazy guy um like um, named, um by the name of john paul valley who a former special special ops um char- character who it's like who's um like dying of cancer but then is gift then is informed by Joker that he's got a special destiny. He's been chosen by God. It's like in order to um, like cleanse, it's like, you know, cleanse Gotham of its, it's like of its sinners and take his rightful place as its heir. Like as, 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 as Azrael, the, it's like the demon of vengeance. It's like, and this, and curse of the white knight, you know, took the series in a lot of like unexpected like directions, basically depriving Batman of a lot of key, key, key support and just you know breaking him down like in ways that I was not expecting this the series to go because while White Knight kind of like ended with like the status quo being re- restored, Curse of the White Knight ends with the status quo being utterly demolished, and in a way that basically had me going, "Wow, where are we going next with this?" I mean, that's how I felt. Um, John, I mean, your thoughts on this because I know you, you read this and enjoyed it too. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I do. I think I think it just kind of yeah upended everything. So um yeah, you didn't expect that. 
not not at all um but yeah that's i have to agree with that yeah okay and and from there though it's like you know that dc started like you know realizing hey you know this is a series that we can like further further expand on like you know we don't have to like maybe it's like the uh, white knight brand is strong enough to support you know like other like other miniseries in its like in its vein as well and that's how we get um white knight presents um harley quinn which is basically which um it's the which is the first series that is not written and illustrated solely by by murphy this is he provided the story for this and his wife um katana collins um it's like um wrote it and um artist mateo scalera illustrated it it's not quite the next step in the uh, white knight saga but it does provide a lot of like um good detail and back like in backstory into the to this this incarnation of of harley quinn and it's like and and joker slash jack jack napier best best part about it was how it flushes out their their history together it's like as you get to see them actually be a couple and you know actually like work work together and just like realize like and be in love and then also see like you know jack you know slowly succumb to like to mental illness and you know become the uh like the joker that we all like that we all like you know like love 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 and hate and all it's like that's well there's a uh, present day story that involves like that that picks up after the events of um curse of the white knight that has um harley investigating a uh like a new supervillain guy it's like a uh it's like a guy who's like you know making it's like like uh, like i can't remember his name. It's the producer it's like he's going and he's making like new supervillains like the first one being the starlet a uh it's like it's like like an uh it's like an old like an old old school film 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 type type villainess it's like who's d- dedicated to bringing off other like other characters of her elk and including um simon trent who if some of you recall it hey you know wasn't he the gray ghost in batman the animated series yes yes he was because you know murphy um loves 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 like like approximations of batman and other media specifically you know the animated series and um bat batman 89 which you know it's like that's not necessarily a bad thing because you know it's like these are like like other other media interpretations of batman that have had an outside effect on the mythos mythos at large and if he wants to like you know try and synthesize these into like one cohesive continuity then you know he's more than welcome to and like I like, and I personally welcome like all like the callbacks in the series, in both series so far. So so you know Harley Harley Quinn. It's like, like I said, it's not quite like the next step in in the White Knight saga, but it was a good side story. It's like, and it was enough to keep, keep me like keep me on board, right up until we got like the latest incarnation of the series proper, which is um, Beyond the White Knight, and it's full title being batman beyond the white knight and if you hear that and think hey wait a second this has something to do with batman beyond yes yes it does because it is 12 years after the events of curse of the white knight um bruce wayne is still like still in still in prison after like after the events of curse of the white knight but um but um wayne but um, wayne tech is now being run by um one Derek powers and um, he's basically enlisted one, just like this one reckless kid by the name of Terry McGinnis, in order to break into Bruce's um, like old, old stronghold at the beginning of the series, in order to get like the special bat suit that you know he, uh, 
it's like that he that, that he that he uh, created but never actually like, um, put put to use now longtime fans of batman beyond will be looking hearing this and going wait a second that's not how batman beyond goes and i'm saying i'll say to them yeah you're right but i but i appreciated the uh it's like the the, the the digression from how things go go right there because you know when you when it shows when the series starts off by showing like wait a second terry mcginnis is working with Derek powers what it's like that's that's a that's a good good departure from the established mythos and i wanted to see where that goes but it and where it goes is actually somewhere pretty familiar because because as the uh because as the series um you know, you know, goes goes on, especially in the first issue. It's like we learned that um, that Gotham is now more of a, uh, it's kind of like a really tightly run, like authoritarian paradise, um, ruled over by the GTO, the Gotham Terror um, Terror Oppression or like organization. Basically, it's like this is a this is a uh, an organization that that is being funded by the by the, by the Wayne Fortune in order to wipe out um, super crime in the city and. At the start of Beyond the White Knight, it's done its job, arguably too well because now the uh, GTO is basically the de facto like police force in the city. It's being, and it's um, number one guy Dick Grayson. It's like you know running things like in the way that he believes that you know that things should be run, contrary to his to his estranged wife um, Bar Barbara Gordon, who is now the uh, commissioner of Got Gotham Gotham's police. They have a kid, you know, but you know things are like strained between them also in the mix is is jason todd the uh former like batman's in this continuity batman's original robin who was tortured by the joker to in, into giving up his like his um batman's identity and then you know being being let loose because that's how because the joker wanted wanted to like live with the guilt of knowing that he gave batman up now while batman like you know it's like you know, is uh, Bruce Wayne is like in, it's like in Arkham, and just like you know, stew, like stewing with with guilt over like, you know what what he leaves Batman to be to have, to have become after the previous miniseries. Well, once he learns that there's another Batman, it's like like running running around the city. It's like he he realizes that you know like now it's time to like you know get out there and just figure out try and put an end to bat to the Batman legacy. It's like once and for all, and well. Let's kind of look at the uh, like the the plot elements here. We got we got like a future Batman, like a future Gotham. It's like with an older Batman that has you know like given up being Batman, and then decides to come out of retirement, you know, for one last for one last go in order to like to to, to like um take care, take out his legacy. Huh. That, that that sounds kind of familiar to me. It's like it's almost like uh like Murphy is trying to like, you know, do his own spin on um, the Dark Knight Returns. And while there are a few clever visual nods to, to that you know, over the course of the series, um, this is a, like, um, Murphy doesn't go whole hog into like, you know, trying to reprise that, but there, the parallels are like, are unmistakable as are the fact that, you know, the general parallel parallels of the story to other Batman, Batman stories. And specifically, you know, the kind of Batman story where, Bruce, you know, tries to do things entirely by himself and then um, realizes that, you know, no, it's like, you know, Batman was never meant to be alone. It's like, I've got to bring in my family like to take care of things in the end. And that's, that's kind of like where the story, like, you know, 
like loses loses me because it really does feel like you know like we're doing like a reprise of like some very familiar you know bat bat elements here i mean that that that's what i felt for like most of this stuff um john i mean like i know you you like like you read most of this like how how did you think about it well i can see your point of view on that um I kind of like that stuff. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like I'm not saying it's done I'm badly. Like, it, it's not. I mean, um, but he's. I I have to agree with you, and that that analysis is fair. I think that that's a very fair analysis on it, um, because it does have the 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 shadows of it. Um, when it comes to the Batman Beyond, um, it, it, yeah, I, I've seen all of the 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 animation and stuff, so. Um, the storylines are definitely different because this is a different universe, let's face it. So, yeah. um, but when, you know, when you look at how, you know, what, what the stakes are here and, and how <clears throat> you see some of the, some of the villains that you do see in the animation, um, you know, um, it, it's kind of, it, you know, it has some of the flavors of it. I mean, maybe that's what he's going for, right. Is, there's some there's definitely nostalgia in this thing um and uh, i'm not saying it's bad nostalgia isn't necessarily a bad thing um but uh you know uh you know i i generally um the the one thing about this story that's kind of interesting is the whole focus of like um powers like changing the 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 effects of what bruce wayne was trying to do yeah I, and that I, 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 I probably like, the most, I, that's probably the most significant thing here is that it kind of and and in the animation um uh you know um powers is also there it's it's you know it's it's a one-to-one -one. so and he's basically taken over the company and is doing his own thing. So it's, it's got the same parallels in there, except in this case, um, essentially, you know, he's taken um, DTO. He's it's his like, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do what I want to do with it. So um, it's, it's like defeats what, what Bruce Wayne was trying to do. Yeah. I liked how, like how um Murphy worked powers into the mythos, his specific mythos here, because because like you know, one in the the one the one shot from the previous run, um Von Freeze, we established that, you know, it's like that um Mr. Freeze was actually like, you know, the son of a um Nazi scientist. Mm -hmm. And like that his that that all of his cryotech, you know, was basically inherited Nazi technology. And we learned that and in Beyond the White Knight, we learned that you know Powers' name is actually Powitz. And he's actually like you know it's like an like of Israeli origin, mm -hmm. and you know learning about the origins of this cartech does not sit well with him. So it's like so that was I thought it was interesting like you know how he managed to position you know like powers I mean powers is having a uh, like a moral opposition to this, but also like you know he I I like that I appreciate the fact that he tries to give powers you know not necessarily like a uh, a bad guy you know mindset to all this like he's got a reason for why he's you know doing all all this while he's trying to like you know militarize all the all all of wayne tech and um and integrate it into the uh, into the gto like he's there's a, a bigger reason for what he for why he's doing that here and while i i could and while i 
appreciated um, Murphy's nods towards that. He doesn't quite, you know, get past, you know, the desire to turn, um, you know, like um, um, powers into full supervillain. You know, he he becomes blight. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that that that's not a spoiler right there. But um, I would have I would have liked it more if he had managed to like work in, you know, his desire to his his turn into blight, into his like his fear because because he re- he's seen what's out there. He knows that you know we're being invaded, and there's a reason I need to like you know like create all this tech in order to fight fight against it. So that's that that's his thing. But yeah, Murphy doesn't quite get get past like you know the whole like you know oh Derek Derek Powers supervillain bad guy in the end. So that that that's how I felt. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but what did you think of uh of Mister Napier's return or? Well, Napier, Joker, and he's not back from the dead, but he's back regardless. Yeah, I'll be honest with you on that one. It was weird. <laughs> um, because it's it's like there's just something I can't put my finger on. And I don't know if it's like a am getting like a quantum leap vibe out of this. Like, or oh. like, like, I don't know how to how to make this. Like I'm getting, I'm definitely getting a, I was like, all right, I see. I see what you did there. Um, It's, it's interesting and maybe even slightly comical in a couple of places where, you know, it's, it's a banter between the two, but honestly, it's sort of like, uh, Oh, all right. Sure. I guess. So um, yeah. I, I don't, I, it's just odd, and I, I wish I could put. There's, there's got to be another thing that I can put my finger on with this, but I'm just not, I'm just not there. But I think it's, um, if I were Bruce Wayne, I would be frustrated as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, <laughs> I would try to figure out how to get rid of that. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, like it just uh, how 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 do I lobotomize myself in order to get you out of my head? Basically, right. But you make a good point about it. I I did not twig on upon the uh, like the quantum leap, leap connection right there. But you're absolutely right in that. You now that's kind of it's definitely like you know an element right there. Or just because you know, like you know, we're like we, we grew up with that show and you know like the whole like um that that whole um like dy- dynamic is like you know something that's like it's prevalent here. But what I think you're missing, what I think that you know the thing that's like you know rubbing you the wrong way is that this really isn't the Jack we've seen in previous in the previous miniseries because no, the jack isn't yeah because <laughs> the jack jack napier was a very he's a very straight guy it's like he's like someone who's like you know he's not like you know prone to like you know witticisms or banter or like you know wackiness this this jack we get in um beyond the white knight is kind of like a weird medium between you know like jack Jack and the Joker from the previous mini uh-huh. miniseries. I mean, he's not a villain, but he's like, you know, really like, you know, wacky and like, oh my God, it's like I'm totally fangirling out here, Batman. It's just like about about his interactions with like with Bruce and and it's it's and you know, it's it's not a bad dynamic, but it's certainly at odds with you know how the character has been portrayed in the past. And while we're told, you know, how this you know holographic representation of him came about. It still doesn't make really a lot of sense. It's like, you know, well, how did this version 
of the characters like specifically evolve like into Bruce's head. I mean, I can kind of get that you're going for like a, a version of the Joker that like, you know, isn't, you know, like homicidal, so homicidally insane and dedicated to uh, um, the destruction of Batman. But like I said, it's, it's really at odds with what we've seen of like, you know, either Jack or the Joker in previous miniseries. And while, you know, it's, it's fun. It's undeniably fun. Mm-hmm. but it just it just doesn't quite like, you just you just have to kind of like you know accept that you know like oh this is what we're, this is what we're doing with the character now okay mm-hmm. sure yep so i agree i agree yeah it just feels very yeah it's like and and i was in my head trying to figure it out i was like okay he's like remember that time where and i was like okay it's huge a joker and so who is this guy you know <clears throat> so it is a little it's a little weird so um is this joker or is this jack napier because when we saw jack napier after he takes the medicine he's straight laced he is like yeah serious he's just there you know um he's like focused that's the other word right yes this you see and it's like um you know He's like the gremlin on your shoulder thing, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, gremlin is yeah. a good is a good description right there. Yeah, yeah, sure is. <laughs> so, um, but that's the. It's like I said, it's like I'm trying to think of an appropriate analogy, but yeah, it's kind of right there. So yeah, that's uh, that's I think I think it's different and it's um yeah, potentially out of character. Although you do see some instances there where. He's like, okay, I'm gonna. I'm like, okay, well, does this make sense? So anyway, yeah, weird is my ultimate conclusion on that. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say though is that that you know, one thing that may have, may have struck some people as weird, like if they read this series without reading the previous volumes, is Batman and uh, Harley's relationship because it, me, like, it really does feel like you know Murphy is trying to sell them as a proper couple and. If I hadn't reread, you know, like all the previous volumes before this, I would have thought, "Oh, this this seems this is kind of awkward." But then, you know, rereading White Knight, Curse of the White Knight, and Harley Quinn before this, you know, I I can actually see where he's going with this. And even if it's, I kind of like you know think that Batman and Harley Quinn, really, but I can appreciate that you know that Murphy did, did put in the work. To try and like you know try and like sell them as a proper couple, I mean yeah he actually tells them that hey you know like they actually got married during um, Bruce's trial in order to, like to prevent her from you know testifying against him because of spousal privilege, which strikes me as a really shaky um, legal thing legal thing to do, but hey sure it's like I I get what you're going for here, so I'm willing to like look, overlook the actual legality of this of this thing. You know, I I did like, but you know, like the idea of like you know Batman actually like you know find finding like you know some consolation with with Harley. It's like that was I think that was that was nice, and also you know like Jack, um Jack's trying to like when Jack does wind up in Bruce's um body because of shenanigans at one point. Well, his you know like spiel to Harley about how much he loves her that actually hit home hit home as well. So like it's. It's something that, you know, it's really kind of weird, but I think that the series actually does does kind of sell. And, you know, it's like, I if they, and if, you know, Murphy wants to keep pushing this, for, like, relationship forward in future miniseries, then sure, 
I like to see that. Also, um, so what you hey, you know, we didn't see much of them at least, but we actually got, but we did get to see a little bit of um, Joker's kids, like uh, Jackie and Bryce in this, like in this miniseries. John, you yep. in, any impressions? And eh, not really, <laughs> not on that. <laughs> um, yeah, but we did see them. You're correct. Yeah, it's um, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like ascent, right? We're basically it's established here. It's like Jackie is the is the wild child, the one who is like you know, oh, it's like you know, like I'm like I like I'm I identify as the Joker's daughter and all, and Bryce is just kind of like the, it's like like the like the reticent, you know, like you know, good like essential good kid, which it's something that I really the dynamic I kind of expect to be really like reversed in subsequent miniseries, one of which is actually coming up um really soon, but. Overall, it's like I I do want to say that you know, um, beyond the White Knight, I oh wait a second no there's one other thing we need to talk about um, Jason Todd. So while well, he was in, he was introduced at the end of White Knight, uh, Curse of the White Knight, as like the person who's going to be running um, Arkham while Bruce was in like in like in turn or oh not black not black ape basically like, the prison where Bruce was interned at we got like a brief um, view. A shot of their dynamic in the Harley Quinn miniseries. Beyond the White Knight basically like kind of like positions like uh Todd as much as he's been in the uh like main continuity. It's kind of like the eternal fuck up. It's like the one who like the, the, the Robin who failed failed being Robin through through tragic means and now he's got to find a way to like reestablish his, his like his own sense of self. And he does that here. In fact he gets whole two issues like in the uh, Batman um presents um Batman White Knight presents Red Hood miniseries, where he teams up with this um, Mong Mongolian girl named Gan, who is you know identified as like the Robin of Backport, the uh, the poorest town, poorest most um unjustly trod upon town. I mean, sorry, section of of Gotham, and he's it's like and he's basically like you know agrees to like you know help train her as like like as he was trained trained as Robin, and you know it's like it's it kind of like progresses as you'd expect you know it's like he he does his best like then realizes that oh i'm doing the wrong thing i gotta distance myself from you and she's like no screw you you're what i need all along it's like and she tries to do, like go out and do her own thing and then whoops like you know she screws up and then jason has to rescue her that that kind of thing i mean it's not that i don't think that you know like like murphy's interpretation of like uh of todd is bad or anything it just kind of feels really kind of beholden to convention like as far as i'm concerned i mean it, sure it's fun to see him like troll um dick grayson like as the series goes on but and it's like a modest pleasure at best yeah that's kind of an interesting thing because i know that the animated series well hey wasn't it called um oh it was um what was it called uh the one with the return of the joker right Oh, um, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Correct. So um, while I don't think any of that has any real direct references here outside of the fact that you have, you know, Jason Todd around, you know. Um, Wait, but in um, Return of the Joker, it was um, Tim Drake that was Robin there, right? Yes, I think so. I okay. might be mistaken on that. So, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember if it is in there or not. So that's uh, that's on me, actually. <laughs> so um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, okay, did we have a cameo in there? And, you know, there's there are some, just outside of that, there are some other reference points that 
aren't really taken to account it for in this uh, in this volume, as far as I understand it. So, um, but you know, that's okay. He doesn't have to pull everything from Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like, and you know, there's like, like he does like throw in a lot of characters here. It's like, and I think that you know, maybe it's like you know, like future um White Knight um stories could. That could benefit from just being, you know, killing back of the uh, of the now sprawling um, supporting cast, like as it is here. And mark my words, there are going to be more volumes of of White Knight because while the story here ends on a you know more or less complete note, it's like you know I don't I wouldn't say that you know that you know the fight against powers isn't resolved. It does end with a uh, with the introduction of a. Uh, of a character who you know, has much larger and wider ramifications for the white knight universe and says that you know that murphy like you know he's kind of gets in that, that murphy feels he's like he's done all that he can with batman and now it's time to start bringing in other major dcu characters as well so but that's a story from another time because the immediate future is the uh, generation joker a miniseries which uh, Murphy is again, like, you know, basically taking a story credit for this series, and I believe that you know, I think it's like the uh, the oh, like the co- his co-writer on um the Red Hood stories here, um Clay McCormack, who is doing the who's who's writing with who's writing with these these series with artists Mirka and Doflo, and Generation Joker is all about you know Jackie and Bryce as they get to know their their dad, you know these. The version of the dead we saw in um beyond the white knight the jack napier hologram so so i mean that's that's where the series is going next and um on one hand it's like okay that that's interesting i, I kind of want to like you know see where they're going with this but my gut feeling with this is that you know it's been so explicitly set up that you know jackie is the wild child and that bryce is the good child that we're going to get a very um like whiplash interesting um role reversal of both of them and so that you know like jackie by the end of that of um generation joker we're gonna wind up with jackie being like the good child and um bryce being you know heir to the joker name i mean i could very well be wrong but you know that does seem like a uh like hey wouldn't be a surprise if we did this you know type type step to go but you know i think the series is like halfway done as it's being serialized right now so You'll don't uh, watch the space, and maybe we'll talk about it later, or maybe I'll just write about it in the in the podcast. It's right in the blog, but um, overall, it's like you know, I um, Beyond the White Knight, you know, well, well, definitely not bad. Doesn't really have like the same kind of like you know, like um, like boundary boundary expectation breaking, you know, success that I think um, Curse of the White White Knight had. So, so on one hand, it's like you know, I don't regret reading this. But at the same time, it's like you know, definitely not like not the high point of the, like of this um, parallel universe version of Batman for me, for me at least. John, yeah, I would. Um, uh, I I I uh, I actually liked it quite a bit. Um, so I think that it was um, um, entertaining. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that your your assessment of it is fair, and I think that it's. Um, I don't think it's a it's you know like a, a failure in any ways. And nah, it's it's definitely good. 
it has its high points and then there's other things which maybe don't hold up as well but i think it's still uh definitely worth a read and pick up and if you're and if you're in if you're all in on the white knight series yeah definitely you're gonna want to get it okay so you're, you're definitely still on board for this yeah absolutely I okay think so it, you so you may not be surprised by what you get for like your next birthday or christmas then. hey, hey you never know right <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling I do know, but anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so do you know what you're going to be talking about next time? Well, it's like, it just so happens that, you know, another run on Avengers has wrapped up and it's like, and while like, you know, like Jonathan Hickman's um, run, maybe and like Brian Bendis's run still stand tall in my mind. Well, it's time to judge, you know, just how well Jason Aaron's, you know, fight like version of like the Avengers versus Marvel Universe's Satan minds up next time all right and we'll catch you next time on comment picks by the glick all right ladies everyone <laughs>